Well, good afternoon, everybody. Darren Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Friday afternoon. I hope everybody's had a fantastic week and looking forward to the weekend because I certainly am. Today we have episode 120 with Samantha Morris from Fempire. How are you, Samantha? I'm great, Darren. Thank you for having me here today. Thank you for coming on the show. And the topic for today is don't let fear stop you. Samantha Morris is an out-of-the-box problem solver who nurtures women in business to believe in themselves and take confident action to grow their business. Give her a challenge and she is happy to be an active part of the problem-solving team. Samantha gets excited by good brainstorming sessions, especially when there is a free reign to be creative and she likes red wine as well. I'm not sure if they go together well, but we'll chat about that a bit later. <laughs> Fempire is unapologetically female because women work, think, and learn differently. So welcome to the show, Samantha. Thank you. Thank you so much. Goodness me. It sounds exciting, all of that, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But let's, I mean, I'd love to dive in because I love the way you said women or females work, think, and learn differently. So let's... Let's expand that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, look, I think for, for many, many years now, women try to compete on a, the same playing field as men. And not to say we're not equal, but we both bring different things to the party. And I think what I'm really excited about in the work that I'm doing is saying to women, let's work together and let's really embrace the things that make women great rather than trying to push those things down and compete in ways that don't quite sit with us. Yeah, yeah. Because this is where we don't have success because we're trying to do things that don't feel quite natural. I mean, people these days say you've got to play to your strengths. Yes. So women have to know and men have to know what our strengths are and play towards those. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, let's face it, not every day is a great day. And... (laughs) You know, women, most for the most part, we're a bit better at expressing, you know, the bad days. So sometimes we want to have a, a good cry in the corner. <laughs> and I'm all about saying, you know what, if that's what you need to do, yeah, let's do that. And let's not be embarrassed and ashamed about doing it. Sure, absolutely. And, um, you know, it, let's not feel like we're made to feel guilty because we've got to leave work because we've got a sick child. And yeah, let's, let's start talking about all of those things that we're made to feel guilty about and start saying, actually, no, that's what makes us really great. That's true. And that, that actually has a, they play those skills and attributes play a very important part in the team culture, the work culture and the cohesiveness and efficiency and everything else. Yes, absolutely. They do. And um, it's been, it's been really interesting this year to watch that different dynamic play out. Yeah, I can just imagine. I mean, you know, yes. really different because you know you needed probably this year needed those two sides of the coin, the male and female. And I'm gen- I'm generalising here because not every female and every male is the same. Absolutely, the yes. Generic traits mm. balancing nicely have probably made a great team for everybody moving forward. Yes. Yeah. Um, look. It's only been the last couple of years that I've really focused on women because my whole working career has been in male-dominated industries where 
most of the people that I worked with were men and I loved it, absolutely loved it. Even growing up, you know, three big brothers and my dad, that was who I spent most of my time with. So very, very comfortable in those environments. But I have to admit I was a bit anxious when I started working with women because I was like, I don't know how to do this. I'm not sure if this is, you know, going to be the right space for me. And it's been amazing. It's been really amazing. And that, that's actually a really good point. So how did that evolve? Did you just kind of naturally fall into your sensibility as a female and that just became a simple process? Or did you have to actually actively think, okay, how do I tackle this now working with women as opposed to men? Yeah, no, it has been a bit of a process for me because I feel like um, a lot of the things that are coming out in me now have been shut down for a long time. So, and, and that's things like listening to my intuition as opposed to being a very logical thinker. Um, and as much as I love being creative, I've been creative in different ways. So, the, especially this year, because you have to dig even deeper because everything's remote, it, it's, it's very different when you're working with somebody and they're sitting right in front of you because you've got complete body language to look at and you you know you get feelings of people but it's a little bit different on a screen so um so I've had to learn to tap into all of those traditional sort of female type attributes yeah, okay. to become really effective okay well let's chat about um you know what are some of those female strengths and attributes in the general sense that you know make them who they are in, in the in the workplace for example yeah so oh gosh i feel like i'm going to get myself into such hot water <laughs> here oh because uh it's this not for everybody out there we're talking generically not every yes yeah yeah and male is the same of course no no absolutely. and you know, my husband will kill me for saying this but it it with my husband and i i still feel like i have the dominant uh, masculine side of things and he's probably more in touch with his feminine side than I am so um, so this is not about um, saying you know men are no good or men can't do this or that it's not about that at all it's about um, giving women permission to step on into what they are yes. so that's about um, getting more in touch with uh, making decisions around being empathetic and around what makes you like really sing inside and what's what's passionate and and all of that side of the emotional side of things like i say as opposed to being removed from the from the logical side yeah yeah awareness really awareness of self and empathy is probably a big one isn't it for women yes yes it is um i just even look, I've just started uh, coaching with my latest group of um, women in a six-week course that we run, and this group is really different because we're coming out of you know lockdown and thing like things like that. So there is a lot more hope out there with people, but I, I love this year that people have decided, okay, let's make a stand for ourselves because things are different and let's get in touch with what's really really important to us perfect love that's what i love that's coming through now especially in the women um yeah i there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there on the internet about you know 
being heart-centered and following your dreams and I don't I don't feel like I've bought into that 100% but having said that if I phrase it differently it can sit a lot better with me so yeah do, do something that you're excited to do when you get up in the morning that you're happy you've done all day when you go to bed at night absolutely we spend way too much of our time here on earth working so yeah try and enjoy what you do yeah yeah um I've, my oldest daughter's a singer Oh. And um, yeah, so um, going, you know, when she was younger, I used to take her to competitions and all that sort of thing. And, you know, every sort of reality TV show that's got anything to do with any kind of performance, you know, they're all on there and they're crying and it's like, oh, this is my dream. It's my passion. And, you know, they're like 16 years old and it's their lifelong thing and the world is going to end if they don't get to yeah. do it. And I'm like, how amazing would it be if everybody felt like that about what they were doing with their day. So true. Yeah. It's not reserved for just those creative artists. It's, um, it should be for everybody. Absolutely. And in fact, funny enough, I've been listening to the latest audio book by Seth Godin. Yes. The practice. And it's just brilliant. I love him. He's, he's absolutely brilliant. And he talks about exactly that. He talks about loving what you do more than doing what you love. Yes. And also, talks about the fact that you can be creative, you can have creative expression of anything in any type of craft or service or, um, you know, work uh, responsibility. It doesn't have to be your typical French artist or painter or sculptor yes. or musician or whatever. You know, you can, you can be artistic in anything. Um, yes. Even a, as yourself as a business coach, running, building a business and executing and maintaining a business is very creative. Absolutely, yes. You've got to be thinking on your feet all the time because, you know, you never know what's, you know, if you've got a bricks and mortar business, you never know what's going to walk in the door. You never know what the next thing is that's going to be posted on social media. So you do have to be creative and you have to really be self-aware in how you relate to people and how you present to people. And um, that's, that's all creativity. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's chat a bit more about what you do, because I want to kind of get a, little, a bit of a context. Obviously, you um, you work as a business coach, business consultant to females, female yes. entrepreneurs. Yes. What are some of the obstacles and challenges that a lot of them face that you find before they come and see you and they say, all right, I need to get this taken care of, help them? Yeah, so a lot of the women that I work with, that. <laughs> this year in particular just starting out in business because the job that they had is gone um, or they've got a business and they've taken it to a certain level because it might have been a side hustle or home based or whatever and they're like okay now i need to step this up and it needs to be something more than what it is but the biggest obstacle despite the fact that people say i need help with my marketing i need to make more sales um, I don't understand my business finances and, yeah. you know, there's something's not right. So they're the superficial elements and, and they're very important parts of business, but it's what's sitting behind them that I like to get to because you can't just stick a bandaid on those things and then magically your business is booming and everything's amazing. So digging deep, I've found that the biggest problem that my clients have is a lack of confidence in what they're doing. So you know, yeah, people go into business because they're really good at something and people want to pay them for that. But 
it doesn't mean that they are an expert in finance or business administration or uh, you know marketing all of those other elements that go hand in hand with being a business owner yeah and i'm finding that like i'm hearing so much about exactly that in the last six to 12 months constantly like how important confidence is and how how so many people lack confidence to do certain things and the imposter yeah. syndrome and all that kind of stuff i'm hearing that yeah. all the time yeah and like and imposter syndrome my goodness that beast rears its ugly head periodically for everybody yeah, absolutely yeah um it was interesting a conversation i had earlier today even with somebody that had a really stellar corporate career and was now wanting to start her business. And she'd been at home for five years now with her kids and her confidence was rock bottom. Now she was going into, she was gonna do business doing essentially what she'd been done all her working life and extremely successful and good at it. Yeah. Had this five year break and she's now doubting everything about herself because she's had that stop gap had, there. And she hasn't had that yeah. any, any positive reinforcement of achievement no. and et cetera, et cetera. So she's probably yeah. thinking, oh, what have I missed? What's changed in the last five years? Yes. What, yeah. what, what am I lacking in terms of my skill set? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, because I was I was thinking about it afterwards and I was thinking, how true is that? Like five years, that's a huge gap. Because I remember, you know, when I had a job, um, even if you had like your four weeks annual leave and you go away for those weeks and you come back and yeah. you well, my experience of that was, what am I walking into? What's changed? What's happened? Are there new people here? What have I missed out on while I've been gone? And that's only short a short break. Absolutely. You imagine what so, happened in um, five years. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, to your point, I mean, I think confidence is so important because if you are self-confident and you know that whatever is thrown at you, you're going to find a way to overcome it and you're going to upskill and step up to the challenge, and if, particularly if you've done it before, you can do it again a hundred times. Mm. In five years, it's not going to scare you. You say, all right, I might have a little bit of catching up to do, but I'll get there. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, oh, I just, it breaks my heart sometimes, Darren, because, the, you know, the women that I talked to were so amazing. And I'm like, oh, just have a look how good you are. Come on. That's that's the fun part of what I do is helping them get that confidence. And they get that through, you know, if, if they're lacking confidence in a certain area, there are different things that you can do to get that confidence. And that might be simply, okay, I'm going to hold your hand, jump in and do it. Yeah, yeah. Or here's some training so that you can know that your knowledge is up to date, you know, just different things like that yeah, to give people maybe, confidence. Or, or talk to three of your, you know, my closest colleagues and tell and yes. ask them how you really are and they'll all say you're fantastic sure yeah. that's got to boost your confidence yes absolutely yeah because we're not good at telling people good things absolutely we've, we've mastered the art of of uh being not so nice especially yeah. on social media haven't we yeah that's right <laughs> yeah so um so how do you how do you work with your people with your your females what's the process what's the uh, what kind of um, you know? What kind of process do you go through to really get them from A to Z? Okay, so um, well, we start generally. We start out by if somebody already has a business. Essentially, I like to deconstruct it. Yep. So let's pull it apart 
and let's see, like I said earlier, what's sitting behind that shop front there. And the first thing I do is actually work on the business owner because everything's coming from them. So let's get their mind in the right spot. Let's make sure that that their, their vision for what they want their business to be is actually the business that they've got. And if it's not, okay, let's turn the corner yep. and let's make it into what you want it to be. Exactly. Um, and, it, and if the, it isn't, what, what's changed? How did you yeah, get off track? Why isn't it? Why did you end up there when you started off over there? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know the, the question that I ask people that stumps them the most is when I ask them, and this is an initial onboarding question, is what, it, what does success look like for you? Mm-hmm. And then people sat there and they're like, I actually don't know. Yeah. I'm like, how do you know you're not successful already then? <laughs> if you don't know what success looks like, how are you supposed to build a business that's successful? So true. We just keep thinking about building a business, building a business, but yeah. we don't know how to measure it and measure no. what it means to us. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't know what success looks like, you don't know how to measure it, then you're not celebrating anything that you're no. doing. And you're not really achieving because you haven't set yourself any benchmarks and any goals. And, and, um, and the other thing too, is that people tie success around money too much. So true. And, uh, you know, not that I'm a millionaire, but you only have to look at people that are wealthy to know that for every one of them that's loving it, there's somebody that's miserable. Absolutely. So money isn't making the world go around as such. Certainly, it's great to have a roof over your head and, you know, your bills are paid. But I think human beings are meant for more than that. Yeah. And this period has taught us that, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of, the, I'm one of those um, horribly optimistic people that have said, you know what, this has been awesome this year yeah. because I've had time with my kids. I've got to experience what school, the school day is like for them. Yeah, um cool. I've spent some great time with them that I wouldn't usually uh, not having to drive and get stuck in traffic and do all of those sorts of things. I've been able to do heaps of training and reading and Perfect. yeah, all of that sort of oh. stuff that you just don't get time for. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so step one is really deconstructing, lifting up the yep. hood, working out where you're at, how you've got there and what, what do you yep. do next? So then we've done, once we work out, okay, this is what you, you really want your business to be, so let's start building on that. Let's work out, okay, this is going to be your business. Who is your target market? Let's start from there. Then let's get your branding all sorted. And then, okay, let's have a look at your finances and see what's happening there before we go and do any sort of marketing because you've got to understand those things first. Yeah. There's no use marketing and, oh, let's get some sales in if your pricing structure is wrong, if your packaging yeah. is wrong. Yeah. So it really is a process to step through those things. Yeah, and, and, you know, that classic situation of doing marketing and all of a sudden you've got too many leads to handle and everything breaks that, down because you haven't got the systems in place. Yes, yeah, that's the biggest tragedy of all mm-hmm. when growth causes your business to collapse and i see that quite a bit um particularly with trades like in the building industry and construction because they get these amazingly huge contracts but then they don't have the infrastructure and the staff 
to follow through because especially with things like that, the, the spending of money happens way before you get paid. Yeah, very So tricky. that's really sad when that happens. Yeah, yeah, really tricky. So, I mean, there's so much to go through. And then, then at a later stage, do you start talking about the marketing side and building the business up? Yeah, yeah. Once we're really, really clear on what the business is and who you're targeting for marketing and what your product really is or your service, uh, yeah, then we start working on the marketing. Okay. And, um, and I love that marketing's going down the path of let's be really honest about things. And yes. yeah, there's no, and, and sales. Nobody wants to do the sleazy old-fashioned sales anymore. Uh, they're horrible. Yep. They're horrible. Totally new world now. Like it's, yeah. it's almost like for me, it's almost like marketing is so important to build credibility and awareness about, about what you do and who you are. Mm. And then people will come to you ready to buy or ask buying questions. Yes. And the sales almost take care of themselves. Not totally, but they almost take care of themselves. Yeah. And that's the perfect place to be because people are smart now. Like they've got information at their fingertips. So you can't pull the wool over their eyes. Like, you know, what would happen 30, 40, 50 years ago. Those are old school tactics. Yeah, no, I'm glad to see the back of those, very much so. (laughs) (laughs) And and when do you get involved with, you know, the the inner dialogue and the confidence and the psychology of the person? Oh, no, we, that's where we start. We start out there. Yeah. Yeah. Because because you're doing something you're passionate about and because you're doing something that you love, then there's a very strong emotional connection to that. And if you haven't got your head in the right space and you're prepared, you've got to be prepared for the fact that no matter how much you love this product, no matter how much you love this service, no matter how much of yourself you pour into it, it's not going to be for everybody. And there are going to be people that go, no, thank you. And you can't take that personally. You've got to say to yourself, that's okay because Someone else will love what I'm doing. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to find our own community and you can't be, you can't please everybody because then you'll please nobody. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if if you can't resign yourself to the fact that you are not going to sell things to everybody and, and have confidence in that and be able to shake off the people that go, you know, this, your thing sucks. (laughs) Well, okay, thanks for your opinion. You know, this this isn't for you. That's okay. So you need to have that resilience there. And indeed, of course. You know, I think it's more important than ever before. Like we're learning that all the mm. time. Yeah. Have you found that a lot of your clients um, have adapted reasonably well to working in this new in this new way? With you know, in coronavirus, uh, with technology and Zoom and social media and internet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, there's been a mixed bag, but I have to say that the the negatives far out, uh, no, the positives, sorry, got that round the wrong way. (laughs) The positives far outweigh the negatives. There have been a couple of people that it's really, really jolted them um, and and they've shut down and, you know, pulled the covers over their head and they've been in hiding for six months. And that's okay because... You know, that, that's their way of dealing with what's going on. But I get so excited by the people that just, you know, they say, right, 
I can't operate my business, I can't sell, I can't, you know, and I'm dealing with quite a few people in the health and wellness industry that haven't been able to do anything for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so it's been really exciting for them to be going, well, this is what we've got. What else can we do? How else can I operate, you know? And, um, And that kind of, that kind of sort of spirit is really, I, I love working with those people. Yeah. It's amazing. And that kind of brings me to an interesting question. I mean, as a business coach, would you say that you find you tend to work more, you know, along the lines of, um, or spend more time on helping people on their confidence and their inner dialogue and, and that side of things rather than the actual systems and, you know, marketing strategies and, and tangible things, or is it really a mix of the two? Well, it is a bit of a mix of the two because we work on that stuff at the start and then we get into the business element of things, yeah. but then their business starts to take off and then, you know, they'll have that dip in their confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because it's like, oh, okay, this is actually happening now. Yeah. How do I feel about that? Exactly. They're not prepared, not ready for it just yet. Yeah, yeah. Because what happens, you know, what happens when you win Taps Lotto is that yeah. people come out of the woodwork and want something for from you and then, but they're not your real friends. They're just right. people that want something from you. So to a, that's kind of an analogy, a, not a great one, but the same thing happens when you start to be successful is that, you know, there, there can be people around you that aren't happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a knock straight in your confidence. I think they call that tall puppy syndrome, is it? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 It should be banned. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of it. Get rid of it, absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. There's enough for everybody and we should all be, you know, supportive of each other and, you know, all enjoy working together and having a great life. Yeah, there is. There's no um, need to be so competitive. No, no. And one of my favorite things to do is collaborate. Like it's an interesting exercise when I get people to do a competitor analysis, Mm -hmm. because that's the first time, you know, we've done some inner work and then I say, okay, competitor competitor analysis. So if you go and have a look what's out there and what's happening. And then they, they sort of step back and they're like, oh, they're so good at it. I'll never catch up. And they're doing this. And that's amazing. I'm like, no, 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 because you're just starting here. You're only six months in, 12 months in, one month in. You haven't started yet, whatever they're at. But I'm like, well, how long have they been in business? Yeah, because they've probably got 10 years up their sleeve or, you know, and not even that. It's like, don't look at it like that. Look at it as a learning experience. What can you learn from what they're doing? Definitely. And, and you know, yeah. by the same token, there's certain things that you're doing that they're not doing. You know, so... That's remember, right. remember that you have your own personality and strengths and yes. style as well. Yeah, yeah. You've got to pull back to everybody. You can be doing the same thing as 10 other people in your street or, yeah. you know, wherever you are. But it's 10 things done different ways. Definitely. And people, and you know, as we say, people buy from people if they like they you. They do. They get to know yeah. you. They'll go on the journey with you, regardless of mm. whether you're someone that's been around for 10, 15 years, 20 years or 10 months, you know, yeah. like you, they'll go on the journey with you. Yeah. Yeah. And pe- people even ask me sometimes about, you know, how I feel about the fact that I'm 
I'm part of an organization where there are other coaches and they're like, Oh, so what happens, you know, like, um, how do you share clients and all this sort of stuff? And I'm like, but yeah, but it's not about that because the way I do things and my personality is totally different to the other coaches. We've all, we're all individual people. And I've had clients that, um, have found me first and contacted me and I've had conversations and I said, do you know what? You actually be a perfect fit for this person here. And I'm, and I'm okay with, because it's not, it's not about me. It's about what's best for the person. hundred percent. It'll all come back to you in the end. Yep. Well, yeah. And not only that, but if they're not right to work with me, then it's just going to be hard work. And where's yeah. the fun in that? <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Have you got any really good case studies for us? I love to hear a good story about someone in a, in a certain oh. situation. And after working with you, You've changed their life. Oh my goodness! Um, I, I, I don't want to say names because I don't yeah, know names. how they. Oh, I don't. I don't know how they feel about that. But yeah, look, I was working with um, with an organisation last year, and they'd been in business for quite some time, like well over ten years, and um, great business. And on the outset, you know, the facade was that it was brilliant and functioning, and everything was, you know, wonderful. And I step into this organisation and, you know, the, the managing director is highly educated, wonderful, wonderful woman, but this business had never, ever made a profit. Wow. Never. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it just shocked me because I wasn't quite sure what, what I was in myself in for, yeah. but, yeah, no, never, ever made a profit. So um, <laughs> that was a really exciting journey to go on with, with that organisation to have a look at all the different areas of their business and, and work out what's going on with the owner. And, you know, obviously it was her passion because she'd been funding this thing for a long time, but turning that, you know, the day we popped that champagne bottle, that was very exciting. And that look, that was things don't happen overnight. That's another sort of misconception people have. It is work to turn it around. Um, but the work was put in and yeah, the first year profit was a six figure one. So wow, outstanding. yeah, that was really, really exciting. And they're, they're all people that are dear to my heart there. So, um, oh, no, cool. and, but yeah, you raised a really good point as well is a lot of people, especially these days, things are so competitive, so noisy. Yeah. Everybody's doing, there's a hundred people doing the same thing. Mm. It does take time to build your brand, build your business. You can't expect results yes, it overnight. Does. No, no, you can't. And, um, and the other thing that it kind of bothers me is that, every, you know, there are quite a large number of like business coaches and mentors and things like that that are, are selling the idea that this just this one, if you do one thing, yeah. it's a miracle cure. Yeah, this, this silver bullet or this formula yeah. or this process. No. This, oh, God, please. <laughs> no, because that's really crushing for people because... You know, in a group of people that sign up to do a course or, or whatever it is they're signing up for, um, there will always be a small percentage that it, it will work for. Yep. But the large percentage that are left at, out of pocket and worse than that, their confidence is then so much lower than what it was going in. Yep, so true. And it, then they're disenchanted about working with anyone else because they're like, yeah, it, the success isn't for me. Yeah. And that's really, really sad. Yeah. That, that kind of brings up a really good point. So as a, you know, a coach, 
to, for people that are entrepreneurs and business people, you know, you must have, obviously you mentioned certain steps in the process, certain things that you deal with, but then yeah. you still have to take into account the personality and the style of every single person and tailor yeah. all that accordingly. So it's yes. not a one-stop shop for everybody. No, no, it's a very, very organic process. So I do have that framework in place where I can step people through a framework, but it's more about, um, you know, whereabouts in that framework do we need to spend the most time? Yeah, exactly. And how is all this, you know, like we have a course and we have, you know, training videos and all of that sort of wonderful stuff, but the key to making all of that work is when you sit down with someone and you say, okay, you've done this training. What have you learned? How have you taken it? What can we tweak? And it's getting that outside perspective and working with someone to apply those things in a way that works for their business. I think that's the difference and that's where you get success. So true. And I listen to a fan, I'm just quoting podcasts and own authors here today, but I listen to a fantastic <laughs> podcast called uh, the business of photography by Sprout Studios. And um, what's one of the things he said the other day, he said, there's so much knowledge out there in the world. We can all get knowledge. It's everywhere. It's on the internet. We talk to people. It's on in podcasts. It's on blogs. It's on YouTube, etc. But the, the, the secret source is the applied knowledge, is yeah. how we apply it. And mm. I think that was, I thought, ooh, that just was ding, click. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you can say, yeah, I know that. But then it's like, oh, do you really actually know that? Yeah. Like, and what do you do with it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. that, that is so true. You can take in all of the information yep. that you can possibly absorb, but you've got to take action and you've got to use it. True. And, and just like you mentioned, you can do a course, you can learn all these new skills. Mm. If you never actually go and try and adapt your business or, or integrate some of those into your business, What's the point of doing that whole course? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And not a, and it's even as down to getting granular about um, you've just been taught 10 things, but really you only need to use three of them. Definitely. But if I'm just watching a course, you know, sitting there in front of my computer or reading a book or whatever, and I'm presented with these 10 things, I don't necessarily have the experience and the knowledge to be able to pick which of those three things are right for me. So true. Yep. So, so yeah, you, you, um, yep. you know, with every letter, she got to take off the outside leaves and throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, um, Samantha, tell us a bit about how we can get in touch with you if, uh, or females in particular, um, yes. want to work with you. Yeah. So, um, oh, a bit of a, bit of a social media fiend. I'm, Okay, I'm going to say that I'm not on TikTok, but it does tempt me just because I'm a little bit crazy and I do like to dance every day. My kids hate it because I even dance to the old supermarket music in the aisles. <laughs> but no, not on TikTok, but definitely I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Pinterest. I like Pinterest. I really like it. So that's the creative side. I love creating all those pins and graphics and all that. Lovely. Stuff. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. And, and of course, my website. Perfect. And what's your website for everybody out there? My website is samanthamorris.empirecoach.com.au. Beautiful. Love it. It's long. <laughs> love it. Vampire. I love it. 
and obviously yes. that, came out, that came about by female empire female empire, empire. yes Fantastic. yeah yeah we'd like our we'd like our husbands and our partners to retire early and rest and yeah. we want to storm the world <laughs> nothing wrong <laughs> yeah i'm sure all those husbands and would love to retire early and relax <laughs> yes yeah do you know what i think um as time goes on with every decade, I feel like men are just under more and more pressure. And particularly now, like, you know, you think about younger people and trying to save up to buy a house and it's hard. It's really hard. And they can't do it on their own anymore. Yeah, it's they just hard. can't. It's hard, definitely. The world has changed so much. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, most, a lot of families, both parents work. Yes. Um, you know, it's just the way it is now. It is, yeah, Crazy yeah. Stuff. But my yeah. kids had a big shock in COVID because you know when they were home, they because they knew I worked, but it wasn't something they comprehended. So I, yeah. you know, was <laughs> in my office every day, and they're like, "Well, hang on, what's going on?" Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't understand. And I'm like, "What did you, what did you think I did all day when yeah, you were yeah. at school?" Exactly. <laughs> what <are you> doing? <laughs> I wasn't sitting out by the pool drinking pina coladas. I work. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose because they see their dad like gets up and you know puts on his work clothes and he's yeah. gone and he comes home after they get home from school in dirty work clothes and he's had a hard day. Yeah, exactly. They they're relating that to work, but yeah, yeah they're not comprehending that. Uh, yeah, you can work at a computer all day as well. Well, tell me about it. I'm here from. Yeah. Five thirty-six in the morning till God knows what time, and I'm always. Oh my goodness, you're an early bird. I'm an early bird, yes. I'm a, well, wow. I never used to be an early bird, but seven, eight, nine months ago, I started that pattern, and it's been amazing. It's been really amazing. I've, I've, I'm, so, I'm so fresh. I'm so creative. I'm so efficient in the morning, um, yeah. and I get a lot of my great stuff done first thing. Wow. See, I'm a night owl. Right. Well. So, you know, as soon as everybody's tucked into bed, my brain goes like that. Like that. And I, I start having like ideas and yeah. yeah. I used to be like that. I've, I've kind of just switched. It's funny. Oh, I wish I could switch. Yeah. If you can figure out how you did it, let me know. Just, like I just forced myself to get up at a certain time. And mm -hmm. I said, all right, and I'm going to stick to this routine. And before I know it, my whole um, nocturnal rhythm changed. And, yeah. my, and, it, and it just it became, that's who I became. I became a morning person. So I think it's something that you can just change. It's not something that we're born, you know, we're either born morning people or evening people. I think mm. it's, it's, a, it's a rhythm that you just set. And once you yes. follow it, it becomes a pattern and your body just says, all right, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Well, we're, we're pretty remarkable at adjusting patterns and, yeah. and getting used to new routines. So I didn't ever think about changing it. Maybe I should. Anyway, food for thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Samantha, it's been absolutely fascinating to have you on the show. Really Thank appreciate you. you coming on. Oh, you're, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And for all the audience out there, we're going to put all the notes and the links to find Samantha and work with her in the show notes. Um, and Samantha, anything that you want to leave us with before we finish up? Oh, look, don't, don't let fear stop you from doing anything. Um, if you want to give it a try, then, then start taking some sort of action to make things happen for yourself. Great. Great advice. Just... Start, you know, just start and you might even enjoy it. You never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Samantha, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. 
You too, Darren. And uh, all the listeners and, and uh, viewers out there, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you and all your support in the podcast. We'll see you back next week for another episode. Have a fantastic weekend and bye for now. <laughs>